issue. I mean, uh, Alexandra here, um, finally leaving Milan. I got there about two and a half hours ago. Um, I had a really, really, really bad, bad day today. Um, I totally overslept and then hit the road until 6 a.m. And I knew that was a death sentence because traveling the Navajo reservation during the day is like suicide. Um, so by 10 o'clock, it was like 90 degrees. Then by one, definitely 100. And then a wind from the south came pretty heavy. And I ran out of water about 10 miles out. And then a really bad storm rolled in with hail and rain. And it took me two hours to go 10 miles. And I just felt so weak and so exhausted. And like I should have been faster. Because I know I'm better than that, but it's just a really bad day. But now I'm back on the bike again. The two days before I brought those ridge is like one of my favorite parts of the whole entire traverse. And I got in on a perfect day. And then that pass from Abiquiu to Cuba is also one of my favorite rides. It's just so chunky. So fun, so technical, and I just was like smiling and sending this descent. I just was so happy up there. I could have stayed up there for two weeks. It's so beautiful. Cows are so stupid. If they need how big they were, like they wouldn't just like stand there and run away from you. What idiots. Um, Anyways, last few days, among the most incredible of my trip, today, hands down, the worst, most disappointing, exhausting day I've had. Um, you know, like, I totally, totally want to quit. I think I have athletes, but I bit my cheek few days ago and I looked in the mirror today and I literally look like there's a golf ball sticking out of my cheek and it hurts pretty bad. Switch with some peroxide and uh, bought some ibuprofen and hope that gets me through to the end of the race. Obviously I'm not going to quit, but I want to. Uh, I guess I'm on my way to Pie Town. Not looking like I'm going to get there until like three or four if I press all night, which I definitely want to because I want to go home. I miss Minnesota. Um, so I better get off the phone. However, cool thing is the two hours, two and a half hours that I wasted pouting here, the wind seems to have switched directions and now I have a tailwind kind of 
um, to the south. Um, I'm riding southeast at the moment, and it's kind of a cross tailwind, but it's better than the fucking cross headwind I had coming in here. I was standing up, hunched over, to not catch the wind, but I couldn't, like, crank in the saddle. My gearing was too high. I'm standing up, crunched over, going down a hill. It was so frustrating. I just wanted to coast. Um, so as I was descending for two hours, mildly descending, I was cranking with all of my might. And every time I tried to coast, I'd come to a stop and I dropped my bike several times and pouted. I pouted so much today and I screamed and I yelled and there was nobody out there to hear me because it's desolate and the sun. Hey, it's Peter calling in from Silver City. Um, had some going-ons, uh, mostly in regards to my body in the last day and a half. Um, probably like an hour after I called in, leaving, um, Grant towards Pytown, my right Achilles calf, I'm still not sure exactly, just started to feel kind of off and tight wasn't hurting, but it was a little concerning. So I took it easy that night and stopped a little early. Uh, next morning, I was just feeling like crap. Stomach was upset. Couldn't stay awake. Knees were hurting. So the stretch to Pie Town was very long even though it was only like 26 miles or something like that. So my plan was just to load up at the toaster house and head out. Um, I had seen pictures before of that place just stacked with uh, any sort of resupply you need. But uh, they only had like three things of cookies. And <laughs> there was like nothing else. A half uh, empty thing of jelly beans. So uh, luckily I was so slow that morning that it was eight o'clock by the time I got there. So uh, one of the five stores was open. So I went there, um, got some burritos and ate peanut butter and jellies and chips to go. Ended up in Silver City with um, one of those things of cookies from the toast house and one bag of chip, chips left. So pretty good estimation on my part. Um, yeah, kind of forced me to triple my relaxation time, if you will, just waiting for, um, them to make everything up and cook the burritos. So I had some pie and kind of hung out. Uh, the pie was awesome. It was well, coconut buttermilk or something like that. <clears throat> Usually those things are way too sweet for me to eat the whole thing, but I ate that whole thing, no problem. Um, yeah, just kind of walking around the toast house and then the pie place, realized how bad my left knee hurts. But luckily it's not too bad on the bike.
Um, so I headed out, was still falling asleep on the bike after like 30 minutes of continuously splashing water in my face and whistling that jitterbug sound. I finally woke up and uh, then the day kind of switched and started feeling well and everything was kind of rolling. Um, stopped a little short of Sapio just to get some cooler weather, I was hoping, and avoid bugs, which worked. Uh, got a few hours of sleep, not feeling tired today, so heading on to the border now. Uh, CDT was tough, a little tougher than the last time. I think I had something to prove last time. Um, and I did half of it in the dark this time, which is a little slower. Um, hopefully, tail wins all the way, but we all know that's not going to happen. Talk to you later. Morning, Joe. Marty Johnson. Hey, got out of Kremlin yesterday after lunch. It was hot there. Kind of reminded me of what people are telling me. It's like in Kansas right now. So I've got to keep telling myself that. So when I'm wearing my poofy coat in the mornings, that it's much pleasant more pleasant here than pack at home uh it got rained on uh over the pass and then again came down new pass and and the i-9 that traffic on highway 9 was uh, was terrible that taillight batteries went out i was replacing those and the semi comes by and just you know drenches me with water <laughs> it's like oh my gosh but got into uh Silverthorne got a room and refreshed and crossing the Dillon Dam right here now, going to Breckenridge and up over Boris Pass and into the lovely Hartzell, Colorado. Uh, thanks for everything. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye. Joe, Marty Johnson again here in lovely Hartzell, Colorado, USA. Looks like nice land out here. There's a bunch of places, signs for selling land, so I can check that out. Made it over at Boris Pass. Got down here. And you know, I like to take pictures. And I saw this beautiful view. There was a few wildflowers in the front of it. So I fence was down. So I walked around the fence and get down on the ground, kind of lay down and, and taking this picture. <laughs> Took the picture, all of a sudden I realized I'm covered in ants. Like, oh, my gosh. So, uh, needless to say, I jumped up real quick and was brushing ants up away from me. So, anyway, going to head on tonight here and try to make it. Try to, I'm going to try to make it to Slida. We'll see. It's a nice evening. So, I'll talk to you later. Bye. MTB Cast, Tour Divide, Dot Stalkers. John Schilling here calling in from slightly off route in Kremlin, Colorado. I wasn't planning on coming here. I figured I'd bypass it and head on up and over. Uh, Oh, uh, goodness, whatever the pass is that goes in the Silverton or Silverthorne. Uh, Ute Pass, that would be the one. Um, anyway, I decided the uh, lure and the pull of a burger and brew were mighty tough to avoid. So made the trip in, got refueled, feeling pretty good, stocked up, going to head out, hopefully get up and over tonight, and we'll see where I'm at. And I don't know, man, but I don't recall reading reports over the years, but it somehow slipped through the cracks about the difficulty of the section from Lynx Pass 
to Kremlin area. Holy smokes, that just whooped my ass today. I did so much more hike a bike than I thought I was gonna do. I, mean, I bet you I walked, I don't know, at least five plus miles, no problem. Grades were just a bit much for me today, but hopefully I've got the energy now to get going and keep on the bike. Anyway, talk to you later. Out. Yeah, MTV, uh, this is Al Russell. I'm on a hill out here. We're probably got a uh, connection to just check in at home and stuff. And, and uh, probably better I should call in. To, anyway, uh, I'm uh, getting close to Colonel. I'll probably take a stop there. Pretty hot out here. Uh, and, uh, bank payment bubble today. Uh, I'll give a shout out to my good buddy, Josh Cotto. He's, he's my little class lawyer right now, so I'm really thinking of him. Uh, anyways, you know what I mean. Um, got hit by the big one today. I'm pretty sick, so that's what the people did a couple of hours tonight. This is up here, he cabin. Did for a river, I really didn't want to wait in the river late at night last night, and uh, had a great stop back of. Um, the uh, at Kirsten's at the Grace Mountain Lodge is always awesome there. I didn't stay too long, but uh, it's beautiful. I rode on up in the road there late that night, listened to some cowboy elk with the little cabs. I could hear them. I couldn't see them in the dark, but I could hear them talking. And that's another reason you're after all all those kinds of things, wildlife. Been meeting a lot of people going there, several people going northbound and playing and greet you and say, hey, how? You know, just pretty awesome on home. And here's this tour divide. It's, it's awesome. But anyway, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm going uh, I'm, to uh, hustle along. And, and uh, anyway, thank, thank you again, everyone, for following me. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Bonnie Gagnon calling in from Silverthorne, Colorado. Super excited to be here. It's just been absolutely stunning. Colorado is definitely one of my favorite states. Lots of beautiful mountains, beautiful sunrises, sunsets. We've uh, ridden through a ton of <laughs> rain. Al Russell and uh, myself and Grant all got stuck in a massive downpour, uh, but woke up to just a blanket of fog and, and rode through the waste of Cold River. All kinds of things. It's just been amazing. You know, one of the things that uh, I've been thinking about a couple of days ago during a tougher time was, you know, what's my purpose and why am I, why am I here? And sometimes when we go through hard times and we find ourselves struggling, we can question our purpose. But the good news is that we just stay focused and stay consistent, that we reap those rewards and our purpose uh, returns to us. We're reminded of why we're doing the things that we're doing because everything that we really want to do that we really love it gets hard sometimes and that's not a reason to quit it's just a reason to just stay focused believe in yourself and if you have to just put the thoughts out of your mind and just keep moving forward so anyways great adventure so glad to be here in Colorado it's been really fun uh yo-yoing back and forth with a number of riders with John and uh was Marty looking for Marty still if he's 80 miles or 90 miles in front of me uh, but Paul uh, Russell, it's so great to see his awesome smile on the trail. So thanks for all your support, everyone. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, MTV cast. This is uh, Peter uh, calling in a few hours after my finish. Um, 
just kind of do a, a day recap and then maybe I'll call him later for a little bit of a extended uh, race recap. Um, yeah, that last day um, at Silver City to uh, Antelope Bluff section, it can be tough if the conditions are right or I guess wrong. Um, windy and very, very hot all day um, today. Um, definitely felt like it was over 100 degrees for large parts. Um, usually I'm able to kind of suffer through the heat, but um, actually had to stop and take like a three minute break in the shade about 30 minutes, 30 miles from the end. Um, the sun was just blazing. Um, and that along with just brutal headwinds and crosswinds for the last 30 miles slowed me to a crawl. Um, definitely didn't, uh, get anything for free at the end there. Uh, route made me work for it. Um, they have to be finished and, uh, maybe the extended, uh, race recap final calling, uh, after a good night's rest. Yeah, MTB, this is how I saw I think it's around 431. Thing, I kind of hear the wildlife making me up a little bit. So, uh, I'm here in Silverthorne. Uh, tough to camp out. Tough to find a place to camp in Silverthorne that you think's safe. So, anyway, uh, I know a few places. and I'm camped in a nice uh, outhouse uh, here uh, along the river. But uh, it, it's a public place, so I figured it's okay to camp here. They have, uh, I, I did this before, and they, when you come in the areas where uh, the grass is really lush and green, and you, you know, you uh, asked uh, Greg Goodman and uh, another kid at camp, but once they have water sprinklers at night, they go off, so you want to be careful. So I got that outhouse. It's awesome. It's one of the big ones in Spain. And sure enough, the water sprinklers start going off. And I just smiled. I thought, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, you learn things in time, and uh, it's, it's awesome. I'm nice and safe. So, uh, anyway, uh, probably take me 30 minutes or so to get around. But when I be heading on and heading for, I don't know how close I'll get, but I'm heading for a slide up. Get my bike went back there and my friend's shop. So, anyway, uh, it was a hot day yesterday. Man, it's hot. But, uh, yo yoed with some uh, great people back and forth. I uh, uh, had a good time riding with Gary Thompson for a while. Then met a couple of kids, uh, I think, Flagstaff. So, uh, it's a great, great time yesterday. So I better uh, start getting around here. I'll dunk me here in my sleeping bag and start to sometimes get going. But anyway, I'll talk to everybody later. Bye. Hello, everybody. It's David Barty here, calling from Grants. And um, I'm splendidly hot today. The sun is shining down, and I'm sat here outside this truck stop with a strawberry decorator and a pot full of pineapple feeling very pleased with myself having ridden oh my goodness I think it may be even 2,300 miles but I must say the old body is getting a bit raw you know it's really hard on the posterior
hysteria, this ride. It's almost as bad as when I was at school and fitted he Wiggins caught me trying to steal his crumpets and gave me six of the best on the backside. My goodness, it's a tough one out here. Anyway, I thought I'd tell you that I've been keeping up with the other riders, and I understand that that British fellow, Joshua Ibbert, has finished in some 16 days and 11 hours, I think I heard. My goodness, that is quick. It's quicker than the 4.13 at Epsom. That is unbelievably fast. I tell you, I shall be having a word with the Queen when I go back home. I think that fellow deserves a gong. Anyway, just to let you know that we're still having a splendid time on the Tour Divide, and it's a bit sad that it feels like it may be over soon. So I shall say toodle-pip and maybe give you a little buzz when I get to the end. Bye-bye. Hey, Josh, you're calling in from Cuba, New Mexico. Haven't called in, I think, since uh, Steamboat Springs after I had a crash. Um, yeah, days days after that were a bit rough and you know, low mileage with some storms and some mud and getting uh, getting through that first part of New Mexico was a bit of a challenge, but uh, feeling pretty good today. Made it down to Cuba, stayed in Abiquiu last night. I'm going to kind of press on into the heat of the day. I got my bottles all full of ice and water and just filled up here in Cuba and starting to feel like I'm actually getting close to the end of this thing. Got a ways to go, but feels like it's actually going to happen, which is pretty exciting. So looking forward to uh, that slice of pie in Pie Town in the next couple of days and seeing what comes between here and there. Good evening, MTB cast. Davey Patterson here from Ireland, calling from Milan. Got some peanut butter mud last night coming from Abiquiu, but it wasn't so bad. Uh, weather's drying up, so hopefully it's going to be okay for everybody coming behind. Uh, going to push on a little bit towards Pie Town, hopefully hit Pie Town for breakfast. Eat some pie, love eating pie. Having fun and a big up to Kathy back up in Ovando. I've seen a lovely book for sale in the angling shop and I couldn't carry that with me all through the race and I asked Kathy could she post that back to Ireland and I got word that that package is back in Ireland already before me. So big up to Kathy and a big up also to Kirsten and Grace at the Brush Mountain Lodge for looking after us. Thanks very much. Grace, I didn't need any introduction to you. I knew who you were as soon as I seen you. You're a big inspiration to everybody. Thanks for that. Uh, big up to Hal Russell, Neff Hal at the start line. Another big inspiration to everybody. He's still on course for another tour to ride. Finished cruising along there, having a good time, no doubt with Hal. Uh, big up to Alexander. She's going well up front on her single speed. Amazing, amazing ride. And a big up to Zoe from France. She's putting up a amazing performance coming back from Kremlin, where she had to have a rest. And she's riding strong and looking good. And a big up to Simone. I hope you're feeling better, Simone, and all's going well. So we'll try and give MTB Cast a call from Silver City. We'll get to Pike Town. I'll get through the Yila Wilderness. Hopefully see some Yila monsters down there. Uh, everybody rides safe. I hope that peanut butter mud isn't affecting anybody too bad. We all love peanut butter, but transmissions and chains and derailers and mechanisms and general stuff and bikes don't like peanut butter it seems so everybody stay out of the peanut butter have a good ride stay lucky the divide abides adios muchachos
Hey everyone, this is Bonnie Gagnon calling in from Del Norte, Colorado. I just wanted to share a little story. In 2000, in, in 2016, uh, while coming towards Del Norte, I was out on the double track by myself and had gotten attacked or struck at by a rattlesnake. Uh, long story short, came around a corner, heard a noise, just instinctively started lifting my legs, and then the snake actually ended up striking my bike instead. Uh, I'm, the number one thing I'm afraid of is snakes, so I've kind of been dreading that this section before Del Norte uh, since the since the day one in Butte, not Butte, excuse me, in Banff. <clears throat> so as I uh, finished it up today, and actually, uh, I'm so stoked. I actually shed a few tears, you know, that I accomplished uh, and overcome the one thing that I was really afraid of. <clears throat> if there's one thing that's true about the Truly Divide, it's that it gives you the opportunity to conquer your fears every single day, whether it's the fear of bears, the fear of the unknown, the fear of, you know, can I do this? Can I get through the suffering? Can I get up every day super early, wake up in a potentially a wet sleeping bag, still in your sweaty clothes from the previous day, having not showered in over a week? And can I motivate myself to get on that bike and to put those miles in? Can I overcome the pains, you know, in my knees or your, maybe it's your back or whatever it is? Can you do those things? And every day, it starts all over again. Can I climb? You know, can I can I maneuver through this really rocky downhill? You know, <clears throat> it's kind of like life. Every day presents us with opportunities to overcome our fears. And so often, it's so easy just to back down, back away. Nobody's going to blame us. Nobody will probably even know that we avoided, you know, <clears throat> applying for that job that we wanted or doing that volunteer work or reaching out to that person or whatever it is that you're afraid of. So I just want to encourage you today just to push through that fear. Just to lay it aside and say, you know what, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try anyways. Because you never know, you know, you could end up like me at the end of actually stops and just said a quick kind of thing. That I made it through there. No rattlesnakes. I didn't even see one. So the, all that anxiety built up for you know, almost nothing. Of course, I was more aware of my surroundings and super careful. <laughs> anyway, sorry to uh, talk to you off, Joe. Thanks so much for hosting MTBcast. Always a pleasure. And yeah, good luck everybody who's left out here in the course. It's been brutal headings in the heat. It's been very intense here in Colorado. So sort of a preparatory situation for New Mexico. But anyways, thanks everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, top of the evening, Tour Divide Racers. This is Phil and Sam show. Uh calling in from Wamsetter, uh, Wyoming. Uh we are currently at the Desert Bar. Getting a uh, cold beverage and a beer. We're camping locally here. Headed off tomorrow morning to Brush Mountain Lodge. Had a beautiful day today going through the basin. Uh, we camped last night at the Sweet, Sweetwater River. Um, just beautiful evening. Uh, topped off the water this morning at the Diagonist Well. Uh, what a wonderful resource. Powered through the, the basin. Oh, my God. Unbelievably beautiful. Still, who would have thought that you'd have you know 3,000 feet of climbing going through the basin? But absolutely, we did. But I tell you, the best part of the entire day, we have battled headwinds. Seems like endlessly during this journey. 
25 miles from Warmsetter. We stopped and brewed coffee. Needed needed to pick me up. We got about 15 miles from Warmsetter, and the wind changed. We had a tailwind that I kid you not. At one point, we were doing 15 miles an hour going uphill, and it was just like two kids in a candy store with smiles on our faces. We had a flat section, be doing 25, 26 miles an hour, just smiling at each other. Unbelievable. Anyway, happy 4th of July, everybody. Uh, we live in a wonderful America today. Have the freedom to do the things that we do, like the tour divide. What an awesome experience. So we'll check in. Brush Mountain Lodge tomorrow. Hitting Steamboat on Saturday. Uh, Joe with Bariac has hooked me up. Needs a little bit of repair. He's got some parts overnighted there. Uh, that should be at the uh, Orange Peel Bike Shop for me. So uh, things are coming together, and we're we're still having fun, still chasing those dots. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, Tour Divide Got Watchers. This is John Schilling calling in from Salida. So I've been here for a couple of days trying to rest up, recoup, saddle sores, and I got some kind of insect bite or some kind of deal above my right knee a few days ago and it clearly was turning infectious and was kind of excruciating on almost every pedal stroke coming into town so yesterday i woke up and wasn't feeling so hot went over to the uh, er and they cut my leg open a little bit and stuck in a drainage loop trying to release the pressure in there and uh, just kind of hung out the rest of the day sort of hoping for a miracle and feeling better and today woke up and still having extreme difficulties even walking around the motel room here so it's not a call that I wanted to ever have to make but I'm out I mean it really sucks I had no doubt I could finish this ride but my body just can't do it so it's been fun. My wife's on her way up to get me, and uh, yeah, I'm out. See ya. Hey, this is Josh Yule calling in from Silver City. I got here about midnight last night, and uh, I celebrated the 4th of July by going to a burger place and eating about 5,000 calories in one sitting. So if that's not American, you know, I don't know what is. Got myself some sleep, and now I'm getting some breakfast burritos. and. I'm going to go to Antelope Wells today. So uh, that's pretty cool. I'll uh looking, looking forward to uh, seeing what that's all about. I'll probably give a call in from there. But can't believe I'm this far. So close. So close. Time to get it done. Hey, MTV Cats. This is Peter Kraft. Uh, finally calling in for a little wrap-up uh, call. Um, just want to say I have a great ride out there um I was able to meet my even though it's just kind of a arbitrary number i was able to meet my time goal um uh, more importantly i met my primary goals which are always to have fun and finish and uh definitely did both of those for the majority of the time out there it was fun uh which is really important to me um pretty crazy third time down three completely different experiences um it seems like 
this race and route kind of has endless repeatability um, just because there's so many factors that go into it, whether it's um, the conditions, the weather, um, other riders that show up and how they interact with your ride, um, your mindset going in, the pace you want to hold, all those things can make the race um, really different every time you do it, just even with little changes in those factors. Um, one thing that was uh, different this year, I definitely wanted to go faster than before. Didn't really know how much faster, um, but looking at it, just kind of three main areas for me, at least um, I look at kind of your actual moving pace uh, as one of them, the time you actually spend sleeping. And then the third is basically like overall efficiency, whether that's uh, resupply, setting up for sleep, breaking camp, um, all those sorts of things. And um, my goal was kind of just to be really efficient this year. Um, I actually looked at my some numbers and my pace was actually pretty much the same as two years ago. I think I might have actually been two or three tenths of a mile an hour slower. Um, and I might have actually allowed more time to sleep this year, although I slept like crap both years. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just really efficient and, um, almost all the two and a half days that I cut off were just efficiency things like, uh, resupplying, eating on the bike, doing everything on the bike. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. And um, I think the pace that I rode, um, or the overall time that I did, I found kind of the limit of, I was definitely within it, but I found the limit of what um, I was able to do and be have an enjoyable time uh, for the majority of the race. Um, so I'm not sure if I really have any desire to go any faster. Um, I think I might have to sacrifice sleep and start pushing the pace if I wanted to. And I think, uh, the enjoyment might kind of fall off, uh, fairly dramatically if I started doing that. So not really sure. Who knows? Things may change, but no real desire to go any faster um, at this point. And if the final thing was kind of for um, any future races out there, people thinking about doing it, um, something I always do is I kind of do the race um, unplugged. I don't really look at, well, I don't at all look at uh, social media or track readers, um, don't text anyone or have any communication other than the shit I sent, tried to send like a picture or a video a day of, uh, just the, the scenery or wildlife or something like that to my parents. But, uh, other than that, no contact with anyone, um, no music. I just, for anyone, uh, 
thinking about doing, I would highly recommend this just because it kind of lets you completely disconnect from everything and you're just out there in the woods on your bike. Um, another thing that's pretty cool about being uh, totally disconnected is kind of the, the racing aspect and um, not that anyone other than the top few are truly racing each other, but um, just kind of you get all your information from people within the ride and in the little towns, the super fans like Kathy and Evander will tell you you're in the top, whatever. And you get a high country lodge and you can see the uh, poster with everyone's name on it. And you can see where you are. I think that's just pretty cool. Um, not always knowing where you are and then you show up at those places and get an idea. I think that's pretty cool for the racing aspect and would make things, uh, a lot more fun if everyone did that. Um, yeah, but that's really all I got for my wrap-up. Had a great ride. I'm sure if I find the time, I'll be out there again. It's uh, too hard to let go. Um, good luck to everyone still out there. And uh had a great time meeting some new people and riding with some people from previous rides. Uh, Nick Brown, saw him in road with him for a little bit. Uh, congrats to him on finishing, especially after seeming to be in a bad way with his stomach on day one. So uh, good on him and good to ride with uh, David Langley, even if it was just for 15 minutes or so. Um, congrats to him on his finish and uh, everyone else I met out there. Um, I'm sure I'll be back. Yes, MDB, this is Hal Russell. Just a, a quick quick check in. I'm in New Mexico. I got in there about a mile away this morning and then or last night and then I crossed in with New Mexico this morning early. Uh go on moving pretty slow, but I'm I'm moving and I'm gonna try to pull a late night here and get to Abiquiu tonight. See if I can make it. Uh having a lot of rainstorms here and there and thundering all around me, so I've been putting on my rain gear and taking it all. Uh, but I only got in 77 miles yesterday, but a pretty lot of climbing in the Indiana Pass and then the passes after that and then getting up to the state line. So anyway, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make her. I just have so on. Okay. And thanks, thanks, everybody, for following me. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, MTV, this is uh, Hal Russell calling in from Abiquiu. Uh, I've been about 25 miles this morning. I camped up above uh, El Rito about nine miles back. I uh, climbed up there. I really got caught in the rain yesterday, coming out of, uh, well, coming down, heading up to uh, whatever campground that is, go up a highway, coming off the pass. And anyway, it hit pretty hard, and the roads there on the range, they, they go to pieces. So, uh, there's a lot of holiday campers in there with the ATVs and, uh, of course, that turns you up completely. So a lot of pushing and soaking wet, but that's a third of I can't get out of here without the mud and pushing. So it took took quite a while to get through that, so I didn't make it here last night like I wanted. But uh, Sylvia was open for me at the Cannon Plaza, and that was awesome. She got in there kind of late. It's dark, but she... Took care of me, and she's just awesome to have been for the last six years. And I've come out here, and so um, 
going to really miss her, but I'll come back and visit her. But anyway, um, climbed up the, up the uh, from Vicente's up to the top and the road there. Just too treacherous for me to sail down at night. I've wanted to. So, um, but I I had one big crash yesterday and rigged me up a bit and and just about went off the road, time to start to come down. So. I called it there, but it, it's all awesome. I'm here. I'm in Abitur and getting ready to have breakfast. And, and um, then uh, head up in Santa Fe National Forest. But uh, first time I've seen a cloudy here all the time I come out here. But it looks like it might burn it off. Usually it's hot. Last year it was hot and dry here and burning up. But I'll get a different. The Altama River is really flowing. Usually it's dry as a bone, I think. But uh, anyway, I better get, get breakfast and Get it, get going. And talk to you later, bye. Yes, MTV, this is Hal Russell, calling in from Cuba. I just uh, I come down out of the Santa Fe National Forest. Started up yesterday morning. Didn't quite make it through. My legs just wore out last night. Had heavy beat down thunderstorms all day yesterday. So it was pretty, pretty, pretty rough. <laughs> it's awesome up there. It's just beautiful. But um, it, it's um, it's a tough one. Um, I just uh, went as long as I could. I couldn't get out of there last night. I just finally had to walk over and get under a tree and lay down and crash. Like just played out. But uh, down here at McDonald's getting breakfast and get rebooted and get cleaned up just a little bit and head on on the grants. And it's sunny and nice, or sunny and hot down here. Morning, I had to put on my rain gear again. It was some kind of light rain up there this morning in the forest. But I'm doing all right. Just um, I gotta slow down a bit and just throttle back. I reckon. <laughs> but boy, my my legs are trashed right at the moment. But I'll get rebooted and get on and head for Grants. I don't know if I'll make it all the way today or not. Just, I've got to slow my slow my roll a little bit, but uh, I'm getting there, and I, I sure sure thank everybody for following me. Okay, I'll I'll check in later. Thanks, bye. Hey, Joe. Good afternoon, it's Marty Johnson. This is Monday afternoon. I'm uh, I'm just leaving Grant. Uh, I guess it's been a while since I called in. I think last time I called in, I was at Hartzell. But um, yeah, had a pretty good trip so far. Ready to finish this thing. It's about 12:30 p.m. 70 miles to Pie Ten. I'm sure the pie shops will be closed, but um, well, I like to make it there sometime and use my uh, salsa coupon, my head cap. But anyway, there'll be pie at Toaster House. So anyway, ready to get get this thing finished. Um, we'll talk later. Have a good one. Joe, Marty Johnson. Hey, um, made it from Grants into Pike Town. I forgot how many rollers there were going into town. I mean, I remember it seemed like it took forever to get there in the past, but it just seemed like it went on and on and on. And washboard roads seemed to be worse than uh, going into Hartzell in the past. But made it out. Well, well first, uh, Austin and I stopped at the gathering place this morning. Didn't get out of town till about 10 or a little bit later. Just um, I knew it was a long way before food and had a good breakfast and 
couple of breakfast burritos to go. So I'm nibbling on those. But right now I'm at the the Blue Springs Bible Church here, and it's 53 miles to the the workstation. So I'd like to make it. It's the middle of the afternoon, and um, I have nothing else to do but ride and um, then get to Silver City and then to AW. So anyway, we'll talk to you later. See you. Bye. This, like all MTV Cast Audio, is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 License.